I'm not always, like I said, the most prepared. So um, if it's not ready for me or I need to thaw it out or defrost it for like a whole 24 hours, guess what? I'm ordering takeout. So you want to think ahead and think about once again, the person you are. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, I am so excited for you to join us for our first episode to kick off our meal planning series on the podcast. We start with guest registered dietitian Emily, who has been on the podcast in episode number 49 titled Build Curves Method, Helping Women Gain Confidence and Lifelong Health. Emily will make you laugh at her honesty and realness when talking about meal planning. As I was editing, I found myself laughing and saying to myself, yep, I've definitely done that or thought that. In this series, I want to talk with guests about how they meal plan, do they meal prep, what shortcuts help them get a healthy and delicious meal on the table in minutes. We all have those weeks or months or days where dinner is a complete flop and you just don't have time or you have picky ears in the family. So I hope throughout this series, you can take away some little gold nuggets to help you overcome those little bumps in your meal planning. Join us for this conversation. It is so great to have you on here. Will you introduce yourself uh, for all those that are new here? Absolutely. So my name is Emily Berge. Um, I have a business. Uh, it's on Instagram. It's called at build.curves. It's under Emily Berge LLC. And um, I actually help women gain weight, which is, you know, not the most common thing you hear, but it's helping women gain weight in a healthy way so that they can become stronger, um, that they can be more energized and feel their best. And we got to, you got to share all about your program and information on that uh, previously on a podcast. But for this series, we want to really t- key in on helping people make meal planning easier, healthier, realistic, and and tips and go-tos uh, from registered dietitians and others as well. So what, or I should say, what would be your like favorite meal planning tips? So, yeah. So I think meal planning has become really um, a popular, it's almost like a fad now. I don't know if you feel that way, but I feel like there are so many YouTube videos so many TikToks, so many reels of people meal planning and they're super fun to watch and they can make you feel like, wow, that's just satisfaction of they put them in all those little boxes and it all looks the same and they put them in their fridge and you're like, wow, their life must just be so organized. Um, but my perspective on that is I am not a very organized person, so I'll put that out there. And I know not everybody is, um, but some of my biggest hacks, I think, Step one, if you want to start meal planning or planning ahead for some of your meals, um, is to first know yourself. So know, are you a person 
Do you order takeout 90% of the time? Do you order takeout, you know, every once in a while and you sometimes cook at home and you'd love to cook at home more? Or do you only cook at home and that's all you do? And you just are looking for healthier recipes or something that, you know, tastier recipes. Um, So first you have to know yourself. So for those of you who would answer to number one, that you're ordering out 90% of the time, decide if that's something, I think a lot of people attach a lot of guilt to it, but sometimes there's a reason for ordering out. So maybe your schedule is very busy. Maybe you don't know how to cook. Maybe, um, you know, maybe you've just gotten into the routine of it and that's just what happened, especially after COVID and all that stuff. We just got in a routine of, you know, Uber Eats and, you know, DoorDash and all of those things. So think about if you are enjoying ordering out often. Um, And I would encourage you, if that's the route you're going because your schedule is really tight, don't demonize it. Uh, optimize it is really what you need to do. So um, taking a look at the restaurants that are around you and are on your app, whatever app you use, just, you know, look at all those restaurants and the things you'd want to look for um, is deciding, okay, am I ordering a lot of fried foods? Maybe choosing non-fried options. Do they have vegetables you like at these restaurants? you know, can you start ordering them? Because I think a lot of us also fall into that um, that niche of, uh, or like that, that slump of ordering the same things from the same places because we mentally can't even think of anything else. Um, I don't know if that happens to you, but that, that's what I'll, I'll be like, I don't even want to order this, but I just don't want to cook and I have nothing else. I'm just going to get it. Um, and if that's the case, knowing your healthy go-tos from these recipes are going to save you um, a lot of that deciding and hopefully take away some of that, um, you know, actually I shouldn't say some of the guilt because I want all the guilt to go away if this is the option you choose, because if it fits with your lifestyle, um, you don't need to feel guilty about using it. You can use it as that tool. Um, It's just about being a little more prepared about what you would choose from those, those places. Um, so when it comes to that, like I use the example, I was, um, there's this one place, uh, I don't think they're, they're not a chain or anything, but they're called Lovebird near me. I don't, I don't think you guys have them out there, but it's like this chicken place, this fried chicken place. And the chicken is amazing. And they make this amazing chicken sandwich, but their French fries are also amazing. They have amazing salads. So they have all these great things. And I was ordering from there a lot because it was right near my house. I could walk to it. I would grab it, take it back. And I realized that the, um, the, I was having a lot of fried food because it was a fried chicken and there were French fries. The French fries were so good, but their salads were great too. And I would be like, maybe I should get a salad. (laughs) But then I would be like, but I want French fries. And then I realized, uh, I could do that. So then I would order the salad with French fries. So it's okay to keep some of those comfort foods in with some of those healthier foods too. So that's the option if you say, you know what, my schedule's just too busy. I like ordering out. This is my life. I can order it and get it delivered and I'm not going out. I don't want to go shopping. And that's absolutely fine if that's the way you choose to go. The next option is you may be a little bit of both. You order out, sometimes you like convenience, but you would love to be a little bit more in your kitchen. Um, with that one, I am all about, once again, I'm about convenience foods. I don't know about you, Stacey, but like I am all about convenience foods. 
because I do not, I'm not always, like I said, the most prepared. So um, if it's not ready for me or I need to thaw it out or defrost it for like a whole 24 hours, guess what? I'm ordering takeout. So you want to think ahead and think about once again, the person you are. If you know that if you buy in bulk and you freeze, you know, a bunch of chicken, you'll never remember to defrost it. And then you're going to get takeout and be upset that you didn't use your chicken. You might want to stop buying in bulk, right? (laughs) Or start buying a frozen chicken that you don't need to like defrost and then season and then cook. So like, I'm very big on, um, like proteins that are frozen, like the frozen chicken strips or frozen chicken breast, frozen salmon, and then just cooking them right from frozen. If you happen to, you know, um, be like me and you forget to take it out and let it thaw. <laughs> I mean, you know, then you can just cook it right from frozen, season it while frozen, throw it in the oven. Um, same thing with vegetables, keeping frozen vegetables on hand. Um, I think that is something people seem to associate fresh with healthier and that's not necessarily true. Um, frozen is, you know, just if, as healthy, if not more than fresh, um, if it's a texture thing and you like fresh, that's absolutely fine. Um, but frozen is absolutely appropriate. Canned vegetables. I love canned vegetables too. My family makes fun of me. Um, but the one I was actually just arguing with a friend the other day, I was saying, I love canned green beans. And they were like, that's the one that thing that needs to be fresh. And I was like, absolutely not. I can eat the whole can, you know, like yum. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I made some the other day. I got this like really nice olive oil. It was, um, it was like this wood smoked olive oil. Ooh. And so I cooked it in the olive oil, the canned ones. And then I put a little bit of like salt, pepper, and I put, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Red pepper flakes. And it was like, so it just like blew my mind. It was so good. Um, so that's the thing is you can take these items and then season them to your taste. And, um, I think the, also an, another downfall that people fall into is thinking that when they start planning their meals or cooking at home that they have to be perfect and know and do it right every single time from the beginning. You, you're you're going to have to get un, get comfortable with being uncomfortable in the kitchen to get anywhere. And even as a dietitian, I, you know, did cooking classes undergrad. We learned about this stuff. And when I moved out on my own, I was like, how do I plan a meal? Like, oh my gosh. So it's a learning process. You have to just do it to really learn it. Um, and you really just have to figure out what works for you because yes, the million little boxes that we see on YouTube and see on Instagram, they're beautiful. And I still like every once in a while I fall into the trap where I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, Emily, no, that's not your thing. Um, so with batch cooking, so those cases, when we see those instances, those are like, they'll cook maybe like a sheet pan of chicken and then a sheet pan of um, broccoli and then a bunch of rice. So, or like a bunch of potatoes or something like that. And that's great. Um, in the instances that I do have that motivation to do it. And um, like, maybe you always see people, I feel like Sunday is like the meal prep day. That's like always what people do. They go shopping and they meal prep. And I, if you're like me, uh, you have that burst of energy, like once every like four months that you can do one full day, um, but then it falls off those other months um, and those other weeks that fall in between. So there's nothing wrong with, with going with your own flow. So like 
if you want to do that once in a while and you do a big, um, like, you know, a big sheet pan of chicken, a big sheet pan of broccoli, a bunch of rice, you can make them into little meals and I freeze them. So I make my own TV dinners basically. So I'll put them, um, when I'm motivated, that's when I put them all together and then I'll put a couple in the freezer and they're there for when I want that home cooked meal, but I don't feel like doing anything. Um, but another way to do it is batch cook certain items. So like sometimes I will batch cook broccoli for the week, but I switch up the protein or I have, you know, I'll switch up the side dishes, but at least I had one thing done so that everything isn't, um, isn't just like a mess. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to make three things. It's like, Oh, I just have to, you know, cook this frozen, you know, salmon that I have. And then I, since I love convenience food, I'll have like a 90 second rice or something like that. And then you're, you're already good to go because your broccoli was cooked. You just have to wait for the fish to cook. And then your rice is thrown in a microwave, 90 seconds, done. And now you have this nice meal and then you can put on seasonings that you would like on top. I love smoked paprika, garlic powder, onion powder, all of those go on like every single thing I make and I love it. Um, so when it comes to meal planning, I feel like flavor is an important thing too. finding out what flavors you like. Yeah. And let's remember convenience foods. That's not a bad word. Oh my gosh. Not at all. <laughs> like the best word. Like it is. I love convenience. <laughs> and a lot of healthy foods, um, are convenient because baby carrots, bagged lettuce, frozen vegetables, um, you know, I think that word has kind of been demonized a bit of like, you shouldn't have convenience foods because it's bad for our health. But when you really look at it, a lot of um, easy, quick fruits and vegetables, whole grains, proteins are processed. Absolutely. And also even the, I guess what we'd say, like the convenience foods that might be higher in fat, higher in salt, all those items they still have their place in like, and I know I do this with a lot of my clients is if they are a person that they, um, they fall into this trap where they will like come home and they'll be saying, I really should start cooking my own meals. And they come home from work and maybe they have the supplies at home, but they come home, they're tired. They sit on the couch, they're putting it off, putting it off. And then you put it off so long that now you have to order takeout because (laughs) or not eat. So both of those are not always the best because then at that point you're so hungry. So when you order takeout, you're ordering like $50, $60 of takeout for yourself <laughs> um, because now you're so hungry, you're probably going to be ordering high salt, high saturated fat, high calorie items, which if, if that's the concern for you that you're trying to limit, you've now done that and you haven't cooked the food in your refrigerator because you had to chop it up. You had to thaw it out or, you know, you had to do something to it and it was a whole process. Um, So if you were to have a convenient frozen food, you know, like or a frozen dinner in your freezer, you could have come home, microwaved that immediately, eaten and been satisfied, saved a couple bucks. And also, yes, yeah, maybe you had a little more sodium or a little more fat than you were planning on, but you would have probably gotten that from your takeout anyway. Right. Um, unless you already had my takeout plan, which is to look ahead at the menu and have <laughs> some items on there that are, you know, healthier and, you know, vegetables and have variety in them as well. Yes. Um, but yeah. 
And just the cost of groceries are going up. Plus, you know, that mm-hmm. just makes everything pricier. Um, if you were to have a five to 10 minute meal, that what is your favorite go-to? Um, so I'm going to highlight those green beans again okay. because <laughs> I actually, I got really, um, my fiance was away at work for like a couple days and I made this like every night. <laughs> I was not expecting to make it every night, but I just, I was really loving it because I took the frozen salmon and I coated it, you know, I put, um, and it's funny because I've cooked this a million times and I still, no shame in this game, Google every single time what temperature and how long to cook frozen salmon. <laughs> every single time and I've cooked it like multiple days in a row and every time I Google it again and again and again. Like I couldn't even tell you right now because I'd have to Google it to know how to cook it. So no shame in having to Google the directions to do things. Um, but I, you know... I seasoned that with like olive oil um, and then I like put, you know, garlic powder, onion powder, a little smoked paprika on there. I made um, for rice. uh, I found these at Wegmans. I don't know. Do you guys have Wegmans out there? Uh, there's a couple north and south of us, I think, but not, okay. not by me. But I know, yeah. I know what but you're I'm talking sure, about. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure there's other grocery stores that have these yes. too. It's just that I happen to find them at Wegmans. So it's like a box and it has little bag. It has bags of rice. So it is like four bags of rice and they're already like pre-cooked rice. So you just put the whole bag in a boiling pot of water for 10 minutes and it's brown rice. So okay. And it doesn't have any added salt. It doesn't have any added fat or any flavors, but you just, just plain brown rice. So I can take it out and then I flavored it myself. I used some like adobo seasoning. Um, And then my green beans, which were just a can, I just heated them up real quick, threw in that smoked olive oil, which gave it like a really nice flavor. And then I added the salt, the pepper and the um, red pepper flakes. And then I kind of like just like mixed it all together. Like I put the rice on the bottom then the green beans and then I put the fish on top. And it was so good. You, you make yourself sound like you don't know how to cook, but you make it very fancy and flavorful. So I think mm-hmm. you should give yourself more credit than you do. Yeah, I know. My my fiance says that too, because he's a very good cook. And every time I cook for him, I get, when I cook for people, I get nervous that like they're going to hate it or something. So I get very like, well, it's not good. And it's, you know, I don't cook it the way people cook it. And he's like, I don't know why you even say that because everything you've made me has been good. <laughs> that is great to hear. Um, mm. If favorite kitchen utensil or equipment? Ooh. Um, favorite kitchen utensil or equipment? I feel like I want to be realistic about it because we do we have an air fryer, uh-huh. which is pretty great for reheating French fries. So if you get takeout French fries and then you're like, oh man, I have some leftover. They're great for reheating. But I would say, um, oh, I feel like I have one that's like even more um, important than that. I, I will say, I'll say this, I'll say a garlic press because I hate, I hate chopping garlic. So when I do need to chop garlic, I mean, reality is I usually use garlic powder, but when I do, like, I just won't, like, I'll, I'll just say like, oh, I hate, like, I hate touching it. And then your hands smell like garlic. The garlic press, you just like throw it in there, you do it, you're done. I like that. Oh, I do love that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite food products that help make mealtime quicker or easier? Mm-hmm. So definitely those, the rice that I talked about that came in the bag, okay. that was really helpful. Um, I was a big fan of, um, I was like a big fan of um, canned 
was a big fan of canned chicken for a while. I loved canned chicken and my coworkers made fun of me so much, but like I would put that in like, I would like make a pasta and just open a can of chicken and throw it in. And it's like all in with the sauce and it was just super easy. It's shelf stable. It stays forever. You get a lot of protein and you don't really have to do, um, do too much with it. Um, I'm trying to think of some other really good products. I know, um, cause yeah, I just love things that are canned. Um, I like to do, um, like ramen noodles, even those are great. Like you can do a lot with them without having, I think people associate, like we all associate ramen noodles with like, that's like the college dorm food and like, you know, you're just living off of it and that's like a struggle meal. Um, but I would take ramen and I would usually like, I would boil it. So I'd like follow the instructions, but I put in, um, I'd like season the broth. I'd use like only a little bit of the packet. Mm -hmm. So I'd cut down on the sodium. So I just pour a little bit of the packet in. I'd add a lot of my own garlic powder, onion powder. I would add nutritional yeast. And so for people who don't really use, who've never heard of it, nutritional yeast kind of has like a cheesy taste to it. And I feel like it just added like a brothy body to it. So I'd pour some nutritional yeast and nutritional yeast is very high in vitamin B12. Um, it has some protein in it. Um, so it adds a little extra oomph too. And then I'd open up my canned vegetables. So I'd put some canned carrots in there and I'd put two eggs in there. And I was like, this is great. I just, you just fancy up some ramen and you still had a really affordable and really convenient meal that's ready in like three minutes. It's like a revved (laughs) up, um, fried rice, kind of like what you kind of have. Oh yeah. You could do that. I I would do that with rice too. And you can do all this too with like leftovers. Like if you do like take out every once in a while, you get all that extra rice with it. Now you can do, you know, a fried rice at home yourself with the rice. Or one thing that I will do, um, I found this out during the pandemic when I didn't want to go to the grocery <laughs> store. I ordered some takeout and I had a lot of pasta, but I had no pasta sauce. So I asked for sauce on the side and, you know, they put it, I didn't even think of this. It made me connect it because they gave me the sauce in like this giant container and I used it for so long after that on everything else. So like, even like when you think about getting Asian cuisine and they, they send all those little sauce packets, you know, then you already have all the flavoring there. Um, and you can save that and use it for your meals that you make at home. The flavor component. That's uh, mm-hmm. your game on this. I love it. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause you can take a lot of things, you know, there's actually this really amazing show on Hulu. Um, so for those of you, I don't know if you, you have Hulu. Um, we're taking a hiatus from Hulu just to like, we had too many streaming networks. But when we had it, um, there's a show on there called Struggle Meals. Okay. And it's amazing. This guy literally talks about um, how to cook affordably but also make it like take it to the next level. Like kind of like the ramen I was talking about, like he teaches you how to add in the, what things should be a little more fresh, which things can you like go cheap with, you know, like which parts can you go cheap with? And he uses realistic utensils. So he always calls it like the struggle whisk 2000 or something. And it's a fork and he just like whips everything with the fork and he has a bowl, a cast iron skillet, a knife and a fork. And that's like what he makes everything with. And it's amazing. So I highly recommend checking that out. I'm like plugging it. I don't get any, you know, pay for this, but I, I just really think it's a great, it's a great 
show, especially if you're nervous about cooking and you're like not sure what to cook. It's also very good if you are a like, you know, if you are a single person or maybe it's just you and one other person or a couple roommates um, because it's it's more like personal. So you don't have to cook a whole big thing. Uh, you can just cook a single serving, yes. which is good, or like one or two servings. So I think it's a really great resource. Okay, I'm totally going to watch it because we do have Hulu. I think we got it for like 99 oh, yeah. cents a month. Check it so, out. It is know. so good. I love it. <laughs> okay. So many good recipes. Like I watch it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to make that too. <laughs> um, You have such a great take on this. A, a take where uh, you don't let the guilt sit in. A take that's realistic. A take that's also budget friendly. So thank you for sharing all these wonderful tips. Do you have any last takeaways that, that I forgot about? I don't think, I think my, just, you just mentioned it right now. It's like the taking the guilt out of feeding yourself, like, and there's no one way to do it. It's all about find the way that is easiest and most enjoyable for you. And then build off of that first, you know, cause you, you start with what you're comfortable with and then you can, you know, tweak it and make it the the best, healthiest version that you want. Um, so I think that's really the key is just be learn more about yourself to get where you want to be. Right. <laughs> I shared a quick meal. I think it was like, I don't know, something in the air fryer and then a couple sides that I heated up and a friend of mine messaged me and she's like, that's still cooking. And I'm like, oh, Okay, you know, like we're all different on what we think. So what is exactly yeah. what is easy and convenient for you may not be may not be that way for me. So Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. A uh, couple of closing questions here, and this can be anything. What are you currently obsessed with? Ooh, what am I currently obsessed with? Okay, I'm currently obsessed with trying to get my cats not to hate each other. I know it's like not a thing or a product, but we, um, my fiance and I moved in together and I have two cats and he has two cats. Oh no! And my, my, my little girl cat, Molly loves everyone. Everyone loves her. She's perfect. She has, she's truly the shining star. And my precious moose, that is my boy cat, my first cat, the love of my life. Um, him and, uh, Chris's, um, his cat, his alpha cat, Maverick, oh, do not like each other. And so there's been some ganging up between his boys and my boy. And so he's been away. Chris has been at, like away at work for like four days. So I said, I'm going to teach these cats to love each other. So I was like following all these rules to like separate them and do things. And now I just have like a torn up carpet as they try to escape the room and like everyone's upset. So I don't think it worked, but I'm still obsessed with trying to fix this. <laughs> I think cats would be hard to train like that. So good luck with that. <laughs> We're so close. <laughs> uh, last question. Any mindset mantras that you are currently tell yourself or go by? Mm, um, I do love, so I want to see if I can get this right. This is like a mantra I made up like years mm-hmm. ago. Um, and I think about like, I know it like in my soul, but to say it out loud, sometimes I don't always get it right. But, um, basically you have to, you have to honor the person you are in order to become the person you want to be. So that kind I of goes that. right along with what we were talking about yes. is you can't ignore your true self. <sighs> if you want to change something, you have to first honor that part. <laughs> oh. 
That is so great. Um, Emily, thank you for sharing your time with us and giving us all these great tips for this meal planning series. And, you know, as we share a ton of different varieties, again, it's just like this is going to each one is going to connect with someone different. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. your time here. (gasps) Well, thank you so much for having me. I love coming on. (laughs) could talk to that girl forever. She's so funny and open about food. So please share with me your takeaways from this episode. Message me on Facebook or Instagram, and I would love to hear from you. And as we come into the season of fall, the season of another school year for some of you, the season of new evening activities and all the busyness, I hope this helps you make dinner easier for you. We will be back next week for another episode to inspire and help you through those meal planning hiccups. Thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.